0: Thank you for downloading the sermon podcast of Calvary Chapel of Mercer County. Enjoy the message.
1: Everyone enjoy the rainy day? Oh,
0: wow. Enjoy might be a different word, but it's
2: okay. our places.
0: Oh,
1: it's good to be here. Thank you. Kathy, how are you? Good, how are you?
2: Good.
1: James? Desmond, how are you buddy? Mm, Desmond. Desmond. I see you on Facebook. But I don't see you on Facebook. (laughs) This is the real Facebook.
0: That's right. All
1: right. Um, I believe we left off at 1922. Uh, would anyone disagree with
3: that? That was Jim's birthday here. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it says <up> <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yep. <It's> right there. It says right there. How
1: about again? How about we pray and then we'll get started. All right. Father, we are uh, we're just thankful that you you give us this place, this um, this time set apart for you. And Lord, we just ask that you be in our presence, Lord. Our thoughts, Lord, quickening our minds to what you would have for us. Lord, in a challenging and almost vulgar piece of scripture,
4: mm-hmm.
1: Lord, we um we ask that you would help our hearts to be steadfast towards you and just remembering your your mercy, Lord, your grace. And your sovereignty, Lord. So, Lord, bless this time. It's in your sins that we pray. Amen. Mm All
4: right.
1: how about um, someone quickly catch us up to where we're at.
2: In the beginning. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, Mark. Okay, so... God creep. uh, So, God has just destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah. But he saved Lot, and, well, he initially saved Lot, his wife, and his two daughters out of there. But his, his wife looked back and turned to his blur salt, and now it's just him and his two daughters. All right. Um,
1: and so are hiding right? What's that?
5: They're hiding out or not?
1: They're about to head out, yeah. Um, so we're going to go, you know, he kind of went through 23 to 26 right there with that uh, recap. So we're going to go back through that. Um, Assuming that we only made it to 22. So, I'm going to read 23 to 26, and hopefully by the end of the night we're going to make it to uh, chapter 20. So, it says in verse 23 of chapter 19 in the book of Genesis, The sun had risen on the earth when Lot came to Zoar. Then the Lord rained on Sodom and Gomorrah sulfur and fire from the Lord out of heaven. And he overthrew those cities and all the valley and all the inhabitants of the cities and what grew on the ground. But Lot's wife behind him looked back, and she became a pillar of salt. So, um, quick just timeline, because it, you know, it is including these very distinct times with the, talking about the sun and dawn and evening, so we're, we're just going to bring mm-hmm. us up to speed on that. Uh, it says back in the last... In chapter 18 it talks about when the Lord and his kind of group came to Abraham in the heat of the day, right? Mm-hmm. You guys remember that? Yes. And after Abraham pleads and intercedes with the Lord about Sodom, the group leaves, Abraham and heads to Sod the that, that group leaves Abraham and heads to Sodom and gets there by evening. And you guys remember what happened that night, right? Uh kind of It's a party I heard. Yes not a good party. The group stays the night with Lot, um, and all the, the things that, with the, the people, the men of Sodom trying to have sexual relations with the, those angels and that group that was there. Um, the group stays the night, and then it talks about in chapter 19, in verse 15, as morning dawned. And so, uh, the sun starts to come up, and immediately the angels are setting the pace for the day. That we need to get you out because they can't do nothing. They can do nothing until uh, Lot and his family, or whoever's with them, will leave. And it ends up being his wife and two daughters that initially leave. The sons-in-law that, or the I guess the fiancés of the daughters, um, as we saw last week, uh, seem that they think that. Lot is joking around, and um, they decide to stay. And so the group sends Lot in his way, and where did, where did they send Lot? Where did they say they want to send him? To the hills. hills. They sent it, yeah, escape to the hills, and what did Lot do?
0: Well, yeah, he did the wrong. He didn't
1: do that, but he asked. <laughs> he gave a little argument. Asked to go to Zoar, which is a it's a link, it's a city nearby. Um, typically, like you see Sodom and Gomorrah always linked together. Um, you know, there's like a big city and then these little like satellite cities, almost like suburbs I, I think of, Philly and uh, Bucks County and all that. Um, so kind of go to, he asked to go to this city, this little city, which Zoar means little. And uh, he makes it there by the middle of the day, and that's what it means by the sun had risen on the earth. Mm. So that's not talking about dawn. That's talking about like mm. the sun's kind of reaching high point right now. Mm. Um, and so that's kind of where we're at. So we know that Zohar is in walking distance. Okay, he can make it there in you know a few hours, and it's got to be uh, you know just walking distance away. Um, so. That just gives us a picture of the, the timing of all this. It's happening quick from the time Abraham was told uh, that uh, it's going to happen. It's, it just immediately starts unraveling.
6: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, so now the Lord, you know, as we see, is going to deliver on his promise the big judgment on Sodom and <coughs> And, and, you know, he says that then the Lord rained on Sodom and Gomorrah sulfur and fire from the Lord out of heaven. And so I think a couple of things here. Certainly we can, we easily see his, you know, kind of righteous judgment on this city that has turned away from him. Um, I think that's the obvious one. What other attributes do you think we can see of the Lord in this, you know, account?
6: Yeah, grace and mercy.
1: Why do you mean that? He's raining judgment.
6: But he couldn't do it until Lot had to be out of there. Yeah.
1: So he's merciful to you know save Lot and his family, and, and I know Zohar.
2: that and Zoar yeah. apparently right. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: and a and a neighboring
2: city that would have been wiped out otherwise. I think somebody brought that up last week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it says hurry,
0: escape there, for I cannot do anything until you arrive.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So we see, certainly we see, the Lord being patient and and waiting toward toward to, the escape of Lot and his family. Mm-hmm. Then He brings His judgment. I think you know, I, this isn't a good evening to get into the discussion of. We already did.
6: Okay. <laughs> but go there I, mean, uh, I think it's worth going there. <laughs> Uh, Where are we going? Okay, they, I'm glad I wasn't the only one
4: who was like, wow. I think um
1: <laughs> I think you could start to bring up the concepts of uh rapture, uh or oh. you know pre tribulation. Oh. Yeah. Um and this could this could towards point towards discussion. you know, <laughs> as a lord as one of the pieces of uh his attributes is that he's not going to judge right, uh, mm-hmm. righteous with uh, sinful, and right. so um, if that tribulation period is a time of wrath, as uh, you can kind of uh, get the sense that it is, then rapture would happen before that, so that he can bring judgment. Because I can't do anything until you arrive. You know. What I mean?
6: So you're
0: you're. I'm just trying to understand. Yeah. It's not a judgment or anything, but I'm just saying, like, so in in what you're you're making a distinction between tribulation and the final wrath, or you're saying like they the same thing. You mean? You're saying that it's the same thing. We're all no, just going to be like. No, I, I'm just trying to understand. No, it. I think
1: there's. I mean, there's a distinct final judgment. Yes. Uh, uh, well, that's what I that's think. But I don't want to. That seven year. Tribulation. Yeah,
0: I think we are not going to be here for, like, the deal, the big deal. Like, the wrath, we're not getting the wrath that the unbelievers aren't getting. But I I believe, and I don't know if it's a Calvary, uh, my understanding is that Calvary is a pre-trib, so I don't want to disagree with any doctrine, but I think that we will, you know, probably hit some trouble. But, yeah.
6: Well, I think there's a difference between, like, the majority of the church over the majority of his of his existence has endured tribulation. Not there's I think the seventieth week of Daniel is a separate thing. We all endure tribulation. I mean, you know, persecution, pain, suffering, we're all gonna experience that and to varying degrees. I mean, look at Pastor Saeed. That was it's pretty heavy. Three years being in an Iranian jail and probably in deplorable conditions. The great Tribulation, or if you want to call it this, well, call it the 70th week of Daniel, that seven year period, whatever you want to call it. I think that's a a specific time that's documented probably more than any other period of time in the Bible. And it's a very precise, specific tribulation per se. But I don't think, I think as a pre trib, me being a pre trib, that's my conviction, it doesn't remove us from. Trials. It doesn't remove us from. Oh, we have it easy. Everything's gonna be great mm-hmm. now. Well, that
0: like, was gonna be my next question. Yeah, so no. you believe like we're just gonna be taken out of here and not have any issues?
6: No, that's not what. Okay. I'm okay.
0: okay. Just no. checking. Because but, but I, I understand pre-trib, mitri- I yeah. understand all
2: those doctors I just. I don't think we're. My convictions. I'm just curious.
6: I don't think we'll be here for that seventieth week, and I could be wrong. No, I but,
2: don't. So then, but you taking think. your point, Baron, that that last week, if you take seven years. <clears throat> People have then further subdivided that into the tribulation period. That whole thing is a tribulation period, but yes. then after three the and a half years, half is the it's the tri- great tribulation. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it's worse. So a, me being a pre-wrath person would say, we're yes. might likely going to go through that first three and a half years yes. of persecution of the entire church. And then before the wrath has actually started to pour out, the great tribulation, mm-hmm. that's, when, that's when we'll be taken out. But, to your point, And last Mark week, said that better than I did. <laughs> so that's kind of what so I meant. So you can like. say that it's a it's a pattern that yeah. Lot had to get out of there before the wrath could yeah. come. Yeah. But where did he go to? Lot went out to a city that was in the same area, but God protected that city from the fire and brimstone. Mm-hmm. So it could be that, just like God did in Israel, the Israelites in Egypt, he protected them mm-hmm. during the judgments that mm-hmm. were being poured out. That could also be a, huh? a, a, a pattern of... Yes. God put Lot in a safe place and then poured wrath all around and around, and around yes. Yeah, so yeah. Not necessarily out.
1: I don't think this is a proof text for right. 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 Yeah. Is there a protection? Right. But we, I think you could easily say, I can consider that, you know yeah. what I mean? Right. Um, so, uh, back to the points of attributes, right? Uh, he said grace and mercy to save Lot. Um, certainly a righteous judge. He doesn't lie. He follows through with what he says he's going to mm-hmm. do. And um, I think probably the biggest one that struck home to me was he's the Lord's accessible Abraham mm. pours his heart out to the lord and and that group that was there just asking that only it just if ten are there, save the whole city of ten are, okay okay and he and he hears him and he mm. and he re, and he responds to the prayer, I think like because only three make it out so. He didn't meet the quota, right? <laughs> um, and so just the accessibility of our Lord is um, yeah. something I think we can just take away from that. So um, we have a picture. Uh, th- this was originally done in black and white, but later they colored mm-hmm. it. Oh. This is actually the destruction. I'm just <laughs> Oh, this is it. Oh,
0: yeah. This is what we're going to expect. Oh, yeah.
1: That's it's pretty, that's you good, an idea Two what it funny. looked like. All right. <laughs> that's not a real picture, guys. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, recently, in the last year, there's been uh, news articles popping up about finding the city of Sodom. Um,
7: mm-hmm. Yeah, they have.
2: They have like.
1: So this one was done October 15, 2015, less than mm-hmm. a year ago. Um, there's this one. Uh, 2015 of October.
2: Uh, Do you want to get it up there?
1: Yeah, um. What what do I have to hit? You just have to hit the little button on the thingy. Yeah. Just any one of those buttons. You might have to sneak behind there. We'll try to do this.
2: Is it a different input? You might have to hold it, like, on the back of the thing. There
1: you go. Let's see if we can... Make the technology work. I hope you can. <laughs> <laughs>
6: the Apple TV's
1: on. Alright, I got them. You've done way. your job. Here we go. There you yeah. go.
6: Yeah. Alright. Yeah. So look at it. These
1: are just pictures of the articles. They're not the actual articles themselves. Uh, researchers just revealed that they may finally found this monstrous biblical city. Uh, Let's see what else we got here. Biblical city of Sodom found in Jordan. All right, and then we got some pictures. And this last one, city of Sodom discovered, archaeological find gives insight to the story of destruction. So um, this has been in the news, like I said, in the last years. Uh, You guys have any thoughts or uh, opinions on the location of Sodom? So this
0: this is a map
1: of the area. Now they're saying recent discoveries that this area right here, uh, especially Tall el Hamam, is that's what they're saying. That's where the dig site is, the excavation site is.
0: Middle East. I'm guessing. Uh, I, I'm sorry if I sound ignorant. Middle no. East. Yes. 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 Okay. yes I do State. believe that. Yeah. Uh,
1: this is the Jordan River going up. Yep. All right. Uh, okay. Over here is Jerusalem. All right. So. I figured it was. A-
2: south end. Of the I place. know. And so
1: a saying. lot of maybe more more trend. often you'll see uh-huh. down here where it's very there's a lot of salt um salt uh, pits.
0: Mm. It's
1: called the uh Valley of Death, I think, or the Valley of Salt. That's great. <laughs> um so
0: wait a minute. Remember last week I asked how come does anybody know why she got turned into a pillar of salt? So it just happens to be there's a lot of salt there. Something so that I don't know about that.
1: Yeah. 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 So so it's a, it's a, it's def, as I, as I became known that this argument, there's this back and forth even exists. It is a very kind of adamant back and forth of, is it south or north?
2: Well, the problem would be, because we said, we saw before that Lot picked the place that looked beautiful. Yes. That place on the north would have been the beautiful place.
1: Exactly. So look, Bethel and Ai, that's where he was when they started talking about, Right. uh, you know, where do you want to go? And he looks mm. to the east, and it's well watered here, and he, and he, well picked, here and he picked it. Yeah. But it doesn't, That's this is in Genesis 13, 1 through 12, but it doesn't say he necessarily stayed there. I As I read it a couple of times, it kind of mm. sounds like he was moving around. And could he keep going down south? I don't know. Mm. But it definitely was a prime land mm. right there. Mm. But doesn't uh, it say
2: right there that he pitched his tent near Sodom? Mm-hmm.
1: So
4: in that first section, it does. It does. He did pitch it, but doesn't say <laughs> that he
1: necessarily stopped, right? Oh, it's, I see what you're saying. Um, he saw that the Jordan Valley was well watered. Ever, that's exactly what that's talking about, um, like the land of Egypt in the direction of Zoar. <coughs> so Lot chose for himself all the valley of the, or all the Jordan Valley, and Lot journeyed east. Um, hmm. Then it says Abram settled in the land of Canaan. While Lot settled among the cities of the valley and moved his tent as far as Sodom. So it doesn't necessarily mean he stayed put. Um, and after doing all the reading on the back and forth, I don't know.
2: Because the north part um, there is still pretty nice, isn't it?
1: Up here? The Kikar seen it. Yeah.
7: I've seen a video on it and they p- picked up like pieces of where it was burning and sure. yeah, stuff like that. And they, they burnt it again and it was turned in different colors.
1: So, like uh, Lisa said, they've, um, there's a big excavation site going on right now in that tall El Hammam um, showing a, a large city with gates, uh, with walls, which means there was gates. We know that the city of Sam did have gates because um, lot was in the gates. Uh, that really so, is brimstone. Um, but then, you know, I don't know. So, it's, 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 you know, I kind of think of it, and I'm like, well, if he destroyed it, like, absolutely like, annihilated this place, are we going to find ruins? You know what I mean? Um, so, I, I don't know. I'm not necessarily, like, pro-South or pro-North Civil War. Um, <laughs> but I think it is kind of cool to consider, like, they may be digging up Sodom right now. You know what I mean? And, and
2: going through the process and... Is this a I think it is it. But well, we don't know if that's the size of Lake the Dead Sea at that time either. Exactly.
7: Because you can clearly see that the walls of the places were burnt from this stuff <coughs> and it's still like stuck on there, you know, like you can see the stuff's yeah. like stuck on the walls, you know, where it was burnt and everything. Mm-hmm. But it was so a common
2: practice back then to burn your enemy city stuff. So <laughs> yeah, I know, but it was, it was it was over. um like sulfur
7: Oxide, I don't know what it was. Mm. It's some kind of sulfur that was on it, and it's not found anywhere else hmm.
5: Hmm. Found the other city, though.
1: So there, yeah, there. But well, where was it? North- if you look at this if you look at this map You can see down the bottom they kind of said maybe S-Safi down here That maybe that's Zohar, maybe that's Gomorrah, maybe that's Saddam. It's kind of like questions like here's kind of where it could be so no matter where you find Sodom and Gomorrah, you're going to find Zoard kind of nearby, right? Again, walking distance, um, and so it's just kind of you know I I would look out for articles and read up and just just for interest sake, but um, I like the
0: maps too. Thank you. Yeah, no they're that's very helpful.
1: I don't think you need to base your doctrine on this,
2: <laughs> right? Uh, um, <laughs> I don't think there's any future prophecies mm-hmm. that have to deal with that. It's
0: nice, for me, it's it's nice to have the visual yeah, and to sure. have the... Yeah, it is. Yeah. So,
1: what do you guys think about the destruction then, the kind of sulfur or brimstone <laughs> and fire? I
0: think they did have that.
1: Do like think that was like a, like a just a natural catastrophe that the Lord used, or do you think it was supernatural boom?
0: You mean like Wait. Like like, like,
1: so. So like a meteor. A meteor could come down, create a vacuum, salt and beryllium. Do we think he used something
0: that was already in nature that he created? Sure. Yeah. No, I think he blasted them with something because salt burns. burns. Hmm? Well,
1: could it hmm. have been a volcano? I don't know if any volcanoes in the area.
5: But I don't know. They have a lot of mountains that they uh, they climb to. on the in the exodus, I don't know if maybe that's might have been
0: but that's an interesting question. You're asking, did God use something that was already a natural thing that he could use yeah. or did he create this specifically for them
1: or or I guess another part of that question is, um what do you think like? You know, I think we just read fire and uh, sulfur fire and fire, brimstone and fire, and just see fireballs. But what do you think it actually like? What, what do you think actually took place? Right? That's that's kind of the question.
2: Well, I was gonna say to the question of this was just a, something natural, like yeah. some. It it seems like it wasn't, mm-hmm. because fire coming down from heaven seems to be something that's divine. Yes. It's mentioned in Revelation, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So the, the Antichrist or the beast or whatever is going to even be given that power. Mm-hmm. And it's like and, he, he, and he's even going to be able to call down he- fire from heaven mm. to, to, to smite people during yeah, so his it's time. Like a which means that he which means it's something that's not just natural. I don't think he has the ability to guide mm-hmm. asteroids or whatever into the yeah,
0: I feel like because it's so specifically mentioned that it is specific. Like the Lord really was mm-hmm. focusing on this issue. Mm-hmm. Was you know specifically calling this out, and that might just be my opinion. I don't yeah, know, but.
3: I tend to think he very supernaturally uses natural things. Uh, He could do whatever he wants to do. He just wants to start throwing down lightning bolts, he could do that. Um, But, you know, you look at the the flood, and there's, you know, we were sharing all these sort of natural explanations for where all this water came from, Mm. you know, you guys were talking about water in the earth or something, or or another, I still didn't get all that, or whatever, so, like I said, he could do whatever he wants to do, but... I wouldn't be surprised if there was some natural explanation that just so happened to coincide at the exact moment he said it was going to happen. Mm-hmm. So
2: that's, that's my but wasn't there another example an Elijah was that Mount Carmel and fire came down? Yeah, sure.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the things that you're going to, you know, if, like as I was, the only reason I asked the question is because as I was reading up on this kind of, this new excavation site is is in the north instead of maybe like the the more formally thought south area is the the guy I think his name's like Dr. Collins Stephen Collins or something like that he is giving a lot of examples that are just natural based like um, you know the the uh, maybe a, a meteor airburst I don't even know what this means but um, like something would come down with such speed that it create a vacuum and suck up like the sulfur and salt of the area, causing it to then rain back down on the area, right? And so
0: So Stephen
7: well, Collins wouldn't then it would show I don't know. it would show in the air and Like it like you'd be able to see, um, like um, for instance, in Africa, like um <clears throat> there was a body i guess that came past the earth and there was like a plasma i guess it was like um it hits the earth and it like creates a hole kind of like a meteorite does but um but you can see these like things from the sky so you would be able to see that from the sky if it was something like that
3: mhm so meaning it left a hole in the ground yeah yeah, kind of yeah, like, sure.
7: yeah so if it, if it was like a meteorite um, it would leave, even if it like exploded over the Earth, it, it would still create like a crater where you could mm-hmm. you'd be able to see it for thousands of years from the sky. You know, like okay. with our technology.
1: Sure. So. So. This is you guys look up there, right? That's it's saying. Um, this is one of his reasons: a meteor airburst explosion. I don't even know what that means. Completely decimated. The city, and he's talking about Sodom there, and this is an actual one that happened over Russia in 2013. I
0: remember that. Yeah. Uh, I remember. In 2013. Yeah, I'm not familiar. I'm not familiar oh, okay. with them that much either.
1: Okay. Yeah, but that,
2: yeah, but that didn't cause that didn't cause what he's talking about. Well, it was a it was a mega basically an airburst sonic boom, and it knocked out like uh, windows in a thousand, you know. Right, uh, but there was this thing in Tanguska or yeah, whatever. right here. Look. <laughs> That's it. That's
1: what he's talking about. Yeah, 1908. Tunguska, yeah, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
5: Tunguska. Or 1908. Yeah. Where is it? In Russia. 10 to 15 well.
1: megatons of TNT. But they
5: But
2: yeah, I guess like A normal thousand
1: normal. Hiroshima-sized atomic bombs. That's the power of that. So, it
2: definitely would be there was definitely pre yes. atomic. What's that? It was definitely heat mm-hmm. and yeah, fire with that. So, yeah. although it wasn't fire because it didn't burn everything off.
5: But the, but there's I don't think there's a crater or anything. Right? They don't have anything that would indicate
7: well, that's how they found it was from, uh, like looking down on the earth. Mm-hmm. So I had are you to show? The Sodom or the
2: Tunguska. Thing? The
7: Tunguska. It plan, was a very I small mean?
2: crater, at Tunguska, oh, yeah. which was didn't explain the trees, right, yeah. for twenty miles or whatever it was that's in all directions.
1: Yeah. yeah.
3: So. What does explain it? So
2: that Airburst. Yeah. That's what
5: they think it is. Like, yeah, it's so, it, so it I guess they're sucked there, it down, basically.
3: That's that's
1: what brought the question about natural, supernatural. Um, you know, it, this this air burst creating a speed or, that creates a vacuum that brings things up and then rains them back down, maybe explaining what happened to Lot's wife. She she's kind of lagging behind, longing to be back, um,
0: like the Egyptian
1: in Sodom, and, 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 you know. and gets overwhelmed by something coming from the sky. You know what I mean?
0: Mm-hmm. I don't know. So
1: that's what the guy was kind of uh, like pushing his arguments toward. And I'm guessing
2: he's not a Christian. I don't know. Um, Well, I have a question, because Greg, you said I think he used natural things in a supernatural way. Mm -hmm. I totally agree with that, Mm -hmm. but is there a reason why you were thinking it wasn't a supernatural
3: manifestation? (laughs) No. um, Just this, that I think if we take out the natural, Mm -hmm. um, like it doesn't always have to be supernatural in the sense so i I think a lot of the things that we're going to see in the end times for instance in the tribulation period you know you you can kind of see us moving toward those things now and it's just sort of it's just going to be the natural thing it's going to make perfect sense you know at that particular time that that's that's really all it could be completely supernatural here i don't know but that's all all
1: right let's let's move on to lot's wife and, and what takes place with her um any mention of women with Lot is only after they, Abraham and Lot separate. Um, so there's a good chance that she's from the area. Uh, she's a local. Um, so before we, you know, kind of hammer this point of, like, the lingering with the world, the looking back, the desire to be uh, somewhere else other than where the Lord's directing... Which I think is the obvious, obvious application. I, th- I think we're not really doing it justice and thinking through it fully if we don't like, walk through her life. Of, <laughs> imagine being bought up in this culture,? Right? Imagine like your foundation for the world mm-hmm. is, uh, and the way you see it is wrapped up in this uh, sexual immorality mm-hmm. um, and perversion.
0: You're brought there by your husband because that was the culture,
1: yeah, and so uh, you know I think it just it's it's not that what she does is wrong wrong not wrong because she's told they're told not to look back, but um imagine that she's on the cusp of freedom right she's mm. she's about to be. Not just pulled away from the destruction, but pulled away from a life of daily being around mm-hmm. uh, things that are pulling her away from the Lord, right? And mm-hmm. and influencing her mind, mm-hmm. right? And she's about mm-hmm. the, she's on the cusp of freedom from all of that, mm-hmm. the daily flooding of evil things. Um, and she can't pull her eyes away from it, mm-hmm. like what? What is that? What do you guys... Like, why can't she control her eyes when she's about to be free from everything that um, has been, you know, destructive in her life?
0: It's sad. Sometimes people are just... Stuck. Not, yeah, they don't, Stuck. They, don't know. they don't know. All they know is what's familiar. The you know, the Jews were dying to go back to Egypt after they were rescued from that. Right? Um. And, and even in her situation, like you said, she was brought there, and that's all she knew. And it's like, in this big hustle, okay, we're going, and it's like, it's kind of a natural reaction to look back. That's kind of what we do in the flesh, and I don't think, I don't get the sense that it was out of... I don't know anything other than just her not knowing anything else Mm -hmm. because it sounds like she's been there a long time
4: sometimes we're afraid to step out of our comfort zone we don't you know stepping out in faith Mm -hmm. takes an act of courage and um, if you don't have the faith your if your faith is as strong and allowed Christ to lead you, um, we tend to cling to the things in our past life because they're familiar. We know what to expect. We know what comforts we've had. Mm-hmm. And there's a there's an uncertainty. Uh, we're not comfortable with that. So we tend to cling to the things in our past life. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, also, is there a place where her husband said, like, whatever you do, don't, like, she wasn't listening to her husband if he even said i'm looking for a verse where he may have said like whatever you do don't look back
2: Well, the, the angels, angels grabbed yeah. her okay so and yeah. him, him and her and the daughters yeah pulled them out of the house and it seems like they're not with did the they angels. instruct
0: them it seems um, like
2: the angels are not with them at this point right cuz he said go and flee right i can't we can't do anything mm-hmm. until you're out of here
0: so that was her flash.
2: So the yeah, I, I think there's a there's a, on a the spiritual level, we know that Lot was righteous even though he had his flaws, but yeah. I guess we can say this is what an unre- unregenerate person is yes. like. Yes. They're not gonna gro- go they're not gonna go God's way unless God's empowered them to go that yes. way. Right. Mm. So she Yeah. She was still So it looks like he didn't even have influence over his, yeah. his wife in that. Well, place. I mean
1: mm-hmm. You you gotta imagine that she's now aware of if she wasn't aware before of uh, spiritual, you know, for lack of a better word, religious things, supernatural things. She is now. She's met angels. um, uh, She's seeing them. uh, You know, tell her get out of there. She's maybe hearing blasts behind her as they're leaving. You know what I mean? Like she you gotta imagine she's. Not when they tell. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
5: Sorry.
0: Are they already there? Yeah, yeah. Verse
1: twenty-three.
5: Yeah. Yeah. They entered the city, and then the fire of brimstone came down over through the Mm. cities, and but Lot looks, the Lot's wife looked back, Mm. yeah, behind him. Um, It's like they walked in the door, and then bang, came down.
1: So, Mm -hmm. you know, like the knowledge. Of something else, something supernatural has got to be with her at this point, like mm-hmm. the head is there, it's <clears> almost <throat> like her heart is in control of her eyes, not her head, you know, like her heart is dictating you gotta turn around and see what's going on, you gotta you know there's a longing in her in her in her heart to be back, and it, she can't overcome her heart um, yeah, mm-hmm.
0: I, I think it's like what Mark said it's an unregenerate heart,
1: yeah, maybe. What I mean, maybe
5: I'm just I'm just saying you know like good brothers and sisters we know have struggled and, mm-hmm. and get wrapped up in stuff and um, maybe not to this extent that they've turned to village assault um, but, you know <laughs> certainly sin has overcome their lives and I think it's opportunities for the flesh you know why why do you know why do the opposite sides of traffic back up
7: when there's a car accident? Mm. <laughs> right? Because everyone's got like a <laughs> you know, It's like, it's
5: dumb, and you know that it's not mm-hmm. safe to do, first off, <coughs> and cause another accident. But, it's like this, the things that the flesh is attracted to, if left un... Unrejected. Unkept. will uh... Call it fall. Yeah, I guess
0: it depends
5: on the.
1: Alright, so... How often, I guess is a good way to put it, how often do you consider the things that are causing you to linger, although you may be on the cusp of freedom? You know, so it's, I think it's, we've all, if, you know, if you're in Christ, you've certainly all considered those things. But now, on this side, how often do you continue to consider those things? that are like you're just on the cusp of you just got to shut the door and start this new life in faith but you got one foot out the you know the back door right and you're you're just wanting to look back a little bit and see even though you know those things aren't freedom you want to look back
7: i think you gotta grab your leg and pull it forward
5: (laughs) (laughs) you know um Yes, well, she did. She did. Um, Lot's wife was from, I think it implies that she was from the city of Sodom, and uh, maybe she just wanted one last, last uh, goodbye before, because there were probably a lot of people she knew knew then in the city, and uh, she was curious. Mm-hmm.
7: So
0: she
1: it's was from th- that city. Yes. Yeah, so yeah, it never mm-hmm. says that. It's just kind of, you never hear of him with another woman, or with a woman okay, at so all. he pitched his
0: tent, got into the city, and met her. We don't
2: know. It's not exact. Okay. Right. So that's it's, what I was trying to figure out. It's, it's implied. Okay. He right. wasn't married before he left the Got it. Exactly.
0: Because that's, that's right. what I thought. Like, where was she? Okay, so, right. eh, yeah. So, so that
2: she... point that you made, Jay, That I guess I never thought about that either. They're already in Z- Zohar. And then she looks back. Was she in so, Zor? Well, I don't know because the first twenty-three says they had risen a lot, came to Zoar. and then the verse twenty-six says, "But Lot's wife behind him looked back." Ah. Him. But,
4: I, but he had already
5: rained down fire. So, but but in, in the my mind, it, I, I literal. The way I kind of walk through it is they walked in the gate,
6: and that was it. <laughs> International Standard Version has a good <laughs> on the. Lot's wife looked back as she lingered behind him. Uh, Yeah, Yeah,
1: you don't
2: know
6: like.
0: She looked back behind. Yeah, she was behind him. She was constantly like kind of lingering behind. Yes. Yeah.
5: Well, in twenty-eight it says that um, that Abraham looked down towards Sodom and Gomorrah also. So, so why wasn't he turned into a pillar of salt? Well, Abraham was never given that instruction.
1: We're talking about Lot.
6: Yeah, but this it's is switched
1: narratives. This 20, is his wife, though.
2: But it no. kind of Abraham yeah. and Lot are two different people. Mm-hmm. I know, I know, I know. Yeah. It kind of feeds in, though, the fact that maybe the turning of the Salt wasn't a, you know, Kazam God doing it, in <laughs> which she was caught in the destruction that was coming, because she was in the plane. Because she was still, and far she hadn't gotten into the gate yet. Yeah, that's
1: the case. I think you get this. I think I get the sense though that he it's it's like a it's like a judgment of heart, right? It's not just action, right? Yeah. She's you get the sense that she's lingering and and like she her body's there, but her heart's not there, right? right. Her heart's not following. It's right. she's just physically being brought there.
0: Yeah. Um, she followed. The her Lord husband. knows
1: that sees into the inner heart and yeah. you know you know kind of pronounces judgment. Uh, for his sovereign
6: will. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I can give an example. Early on in my walk, um, maybe a year or two after I got saved, um, my buddies, <coughs> we used to do meat fest. And it's a fantastic gathering of <laughs> eating large quantities of good to me. flesh. That part, <laughs> that part of it's good. Well, I mean, they also do other things you know, that are probably not... I just want um, the meat part. Conducive, especially to someone who's now, you know, given his life to the Lord. And you know, I went to a couple of them as a believing person, not partaking in the other activities. You can use your imagination, you know, drugs and drinking and all that. And it was awkward, and I didn't know what to do with it at the time, just not being mature enough. You know, but I knew that, well, I can't do this stuff. And they knew I can't do this stuff. And I never actually did the drug stuff anyway. I just watched them do it. But, you know, as I was going back for the third year of two years already being saved, I just remember my heart being, you know, touched a little more. Yeah, and I sought counsel. I'm like, what do I do? You know, and a good buddy of mine at Calvary Cape May, he's like, do you smoke pot? I'm like, no. Do you drink? No. And why are you going there? But, it, you know, it, as I was growing okay. in my relationship, yeah, it became a out of I could theoretically go there and eat tons of steak and be great. But, you know, the, the relationship with my Lord took superseded my desire to eat steak because, sure. you know, and also I was growing, you know, I was going to Calvary Philly at the time you know, starting to get involved with stuff there ministry-wise. And, you know, you know that was brought up as well. like, you know, even if you're not doing anything, just you being associated with that. Say if they post pictures, you know, and you're sitting there with them while they're doing something stupid, you know, it could cause some problems. It could cause other people to mistrust. It could um, hinder somebody else's walk. So I think as, you know, a lesson from this is as we're growing in our walk, you know, listen to what God tells your heart, you know, and it's all in the Word. Mm-hmm. I mean, if there's, if you have any doubts, like, I don't know if I should do this or not, the fact you're even thinking about it is probably a good sign that, you know, observe that caution and, you know, follow the leading of the Lord, and, you know, Scripture will generally verify that you made the right choice by avoiding a, even if nothing wrong came out of it, it's still better to avoid those scenarios rather than, take a chance and even if you even if you go in there and you don't do anything wrong again you know are you are you leading them to the Lord or are you just watching them do their thing and just sitting there like alright hey, I shouldn't be here but why are you I'm not, at
0: the festival
6: <laughs> right well I wanted to eat steak you know. <laughs> but I mean I, as I've grown you know I've stopped getting the invites I mean they still do it every year but they know that I'm not coming so we'll just,
5: just food for thought thought as well like Um, you know I I I started like thinking about my own life and you know that's why I kind of differ on the regenerate part Mm -hmm. piece Um, because you know I think about the times where I had big failings and oftentimes, I when I look back at it I go I was like making that choice like several (coughs) steps before I actually committed the sin like you could almost, you almost see yourself be like, well, I'll just, I'll just like go over here, or I'll do this thing, but it won't be a big deal. And then all of a sudden, you're like, how in the world did I get here? Mm. And it's like stupid me. <laughs> you made twenty decisions it got you, That's how you got here. But you know, like in my own life, I kind of see those, the failings come when it's almost like you give opportunity, and then you give opportunity, and you give opportunity. And you give opportunity. And I and I'm wondering, you know, as she's walking, she's just thinking, like, why are we going here? And and all these things are coming in her mind that we obviously (laughs) we don't know. But and and then she hears the sound and just thinks to herself, like, what is happening? And but all the way, the the whole lingering was not only like you were saying, just a physical thing she was doing. In her heart, she was already lingering all along the way. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. But so my question is, when you were having these experiences, because I've had them and I think we've all had them, were you already given over to Christ?
4: Yeah.
0: Okay. So, so. So, so from my that's why I'm saying your heart was already regenerate. It was there was already a conversion of the heart even though you fall back we all fall back into fleshly things and regret it it doesn't mean that your heart was not converted at some point no no,
5: no i i agree with that I so agree with that.
0: i think her heart was never really converted maybe i mean i, I don't know and maybe, i that's just my maybe. that's just my opinion because there was such a clinging and that's all she knew yeah. and and it's sad it is sad
2: can i Jesus quotes Lot's wife, Before, right? And that's the whole story. Basically, that, that verse we brought up a long time ago, as in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the days of Son of Man. And it says they were eating and drinking, but And the last thing he says is, you know, and then that, and then they come and they were all destroyed. Yeah. Um, with, the, with, the, with the flood as well as the Sodom and Gomorrah stories right there. And the last thing Jesus says is, uh, this is Luke uh, 17, 32, remember Lot's wife. And then he goes on to say, whoever shall seek to save his life. He's So his ultimate thing is, I think, and, and Jay, I'm not necessarily disagreeing with you that that happens in a believer's life. But to me, it says, if she really was saved, God would have drawn her yeah. to get into Zoar, right? I agree. I'm commiserating as well. Yeah, okay. And good. I totally agree. <laughs> yeah. and, and the thing is, is we have example in the New Testament, too, of... That yeah, brother that was having sex things. with his mother, mm-hmm. and Peter and Paul basically says, turn him over to Satan so his flesh would be destroyed. So there's somebody that basically right. was destroyed, but his soul will be saved on the day of the Lord. Mm-hmm. So you you can get so far away that you could get God would kill you yeah. rather than let you go on. Well,
0: and in Romans 8, he yeah. talks about you know he gave him over to the regenerate. Or but, or that's, the, but that's un- un-
2: but that's unsafe people. I'm saying well oh okay. I'm I saying know. safe oh, people can gotcha. still get themselves so, yeah, yeah. so much trouble. So yeah, oh, please, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, let's go on.
1: Uh, the you know the if it's just the law that you're following, uh, and you're you're just going to be obligated, it, your heart's not going to be there. Mm-hmm. But if it's devotion, out of at, you know in response to the Lord's grace. Um I think we'll find ourselves longing to obey his ways, you know, just desiring. And so I think, you know, like I asked you guys to consider things that are causing you to linger on the cusp of freedom, right? Just daily just asking for a heart that desires worship of the Lord. <coughs> and asking daily for Lord, I just I want to be devoted to you because of your gift of salvation and because of grace, that's why I want to be devoted. Not because you have a standard. Um, so, uh, you know, just allowing our days to be led by that um, is a good start. So, and Abraham went early in the morning to the place where he had stood before the Lord, and that. So now it switches narratives. Now we're talking about Abraham, and he looked down towards Sodom and Gomorrah and toward all the land of the valley, he looked. And behold, the smoke of the land went up like the smoke of a furnace. So was that when God destroyed the cities of the valley, God remembered Abraham and sent Lot out of the midst of the overthrow when he overthrew the cities in which Lot had lived. Um, Like I said, we're bouncing off of Lot following Abraham now who seems to have gone back to his tent. And early in the morning he starts to walk. And it seemed like before Abraham had kind of followed the group along, you know, if you're talking about, look at the map, if you're talking about him being like in this area, maybe this area, wherever the Oaks of Mamre is, um, you know, maybe if he went north, he kind of followed the group a little bit before he kind of went back home that evening. Right? So in the morning he goes back and is looking, and he can see down into that area and see uh, smoke. Right? That's what it seems to be saying. Um and he goes back to that place where he pleaded for the city of Sodom, knowing that lot was there. and he kind of investigates what happened. Uh, what was what was the result of the investigation? And he sees smoke. And so let's, you know, again, speaking about the intercession of Abraham here and and the and the Lord's response to Abraham's prayer, um, playing this kind of scene out, I imagine the facial expressions and jitteriness of Abraham in the morning as he's walking to that place. Like the pace, the the murmurs of prayer that he's giving to the Lord as he's going to see what happened. Is it going to be destroyed? Was Lot righteous? You know, like what happens? And like just, it, it feels like his heart is anguished for Lot. You know, like just I got to go see what happened. I got to go. And, you know, almost, maybe a worry, but just a a never-ending stream of prayer towards, please, Lord, please, Lord. I know we've all been there. Please, Lord, please, Lord. Um, And the Lord of the universe, amongst every other thing going on in the entire universe at that point, is mindful, it says, or remembers Abraham. And sends Lot, and almost, I guess you could say, you could read it, and answers that prayer of Abraham to uh, send Lot out of the city. We um, you know we listened to a, a, a little blurb by John Piper at church the other day. Remember that? Talking about the power of prayer, mm-hmm. that it changes things. Um, and so, uh, just... Man, it just blows my mind that Abraham interceded on that behalf and the Lord answered. And the thing that trips me up more than anything right now after reading that is Abraham saw the aftermath of the destruction, right? He sees the smoke rising like a furnace. And, and he's, he's, a, he's not close. He's far away, right? He's somewhere in between. And he could go on living the rest of his life thinking Lot was destroyed in that event.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: There's no reason Lot's never mentioned besides in First Peter. There's no reason to think that he ever met Lot up with Lot again.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And you know how many times we don't see like we don't see a response to our prayers. We don't see, or maybe even the response is negative to our prayers, and some no, or you know he's asking for the city not to be destroyed and he goes and see the city's destroyed and he thinks he's done you know he meanders back home to deal with the sorrow of that and all the while Lot's in Zoar alive what happens next isn't so good but he's saved um you know like just I I have close family that's not um in the Lord in the Lord's fold and I get tired of praying for them sometimes and think this is never going to happen. But it does. And even when we think it doesn't, it does. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, it's very clear that Scripture teaches that the Lord hears our prayers and (coughs) is responsive to our prayers. Um, So. I have to ask him for a heart that anguishes for people because I get tired and mm-hmm. I don't want to anguish anymore. Um, so moving on.
2: A lot, okay, what? Could the flip side look. of Abraham's thinking also be, well, I, I argued with God and I trust him that he's the judge of all the earth and he's going to do right?
1: Yeah, certainly. He could have really I mean, good theology. Saying, right. Um, he doesn't
2: have. I'm not saying he doesn't have that personal like anguish for a Lot, but he could say, you know, God's God, who am I to maybe? With
1: him. Yeah, I, I I get. I guess I got the sense of that in his plea. You know what I mean? The you know in chapter nineteen, I get you get the sense that we're still in chapter nineteen. The mm-hmm. beginning of chapter nineteen, mm-hmm. the way he's <laughs> pleading with the group. Uh, I get. I just. That's what gives me the sense that man, his heart aches for the the saving of Lot, um, but certainly he could really trust the Lord, and and certainly his faith. Right? He's a father of faith. So, can we go on. Yes. Lot and his daughters. Oh no! Five minutes. Do you think we can do it?
2: <laughs> oh, no. It was bad. You can skip all the way to the next chapter. <laughs>
1: Okay, um, let's, let's do it. Now Lot went up out of Zoar, we're going to go all the way down, and lived in the hills with his two daughters, for he was afraid to live in Zoar. So he goes back to the place where he was originally, he ends up in the place where the angels told him to go in the beginning with. Right, back to the hills. So he lived in a cave with his two daughters, and the firstborn daughter said to his, the younger Our father is old, and there is not a man on earth to come into us after the manner of all the earth. That's an interesting statement. Mm -hmm. Um, Come, let us make our father drink wine, and we will lie with him, and we may preserve offspring from our father. So they made their father drink wine that night, and the firstborn went in and lay with her father. He did not know when she lay down or when she arose. The next day the firstborn said to the younger, Behold, I lay last night with my father. Let us make him drink wine tonight also. Then you go in and lie with him, that we may preserve offspring from our father. So they made their father drink wine that night also. And the younger arose and lay with him, and he did not know when she lay down or when she arose. Thus both the daughters of Lot became pregnant by their father. The firstborn bore a son and called his name Moab. He is the father of the Moabites to this day. The younger also bore a son and named his, and called his name Ben-Ami. And he is the father of the Ammonites to this day. Um, certainly some weird events happen here. Um, okay, so a couple things so we can move through. Um, he leaves in fear of Zoar. Don't really know why from the scripture. You can get the sense that Zohar is uh, still in existence. He's the only survivor. Maybe they're <coughs> blaming him for the incident, right? I don't know. Well,
2: he maybe he knew the same stuff that happened to Sodom and Gomorrah. is going it's, on in yeah. Zoar the next time. Maybe. He, yeah, it's
1: Very good point, Mark. Um, anyway, we find him leaving in fear, going to the hills where the angels told him to go to begin with. Um Uh, so I feel like that's like riding in a car with a GPS system, right? (laughs) I'm going to turn this way instead. How about that? Mm -hmm. And the GPS like, go, turn right, turn right, turn right, (laughs) recalculating. (laughs) We'll get you there. Uh, Um, I'm sure there's a good conversation in there, but we're going to save it. Uh, so, okay, before we really you know, jump into the two daughters and the sexual relations with their father, let's, again, keep in mind um, traumatic events that have just taken place in these people's lives. Um, We can really, like, hammer the sin of all of this, and certainly it is sin. Um, But I think if we don't keep in mind the traumatic events... We don't. We have a hard time giving people grace when they fall short, right? People go through trauma every day, and it leads them down paths when they're those, when they're not, when those emotions and 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 circumstances aren't properly brought before the Lord. Um, so that you know. Think through the, this group of three people's life in the past 24 hours, right? the they the trying the raping of the angels right trying to rape the angels, but it's coupled with lot offering up these daughters for to the men of the city were they in ears shot I'm assuming so uh, but I don't know um the the destruction of their future husbands right they know what happened to Sodom and they know that their husbands laughed at the thought of having a leave. right so. They've lost, they just heard their father offer them up to the men. They 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 don't have husbands anymore. Um, they're forced out of their whole life, all their possessions. They're just, you know, get out of here. Uh, coupled with uh, mom getting caught as a pillar of salt. Like, this isn't just, uh, I got fired from my job type of circumstances, right? This is like real trauma-inducing things that plus, it's coupled with the foundation that they are brought up in Sodom.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Like,
1: and, you know, we can kind of get the sense that Lot wasn't, he was righteous before the Lord, and I, I'm i thankful for what it takes to become in right standing, but it doesn't look like he was using his life for the Lord. Does it make sense? And so, if his daughters aren't being kind of brought up and his sons, they think that he's joking when he starts talking about the Lord and the destruction, right? If their foundation is Sodom and they're going through these traumatic events, we got to imagine that they're not going to be thinking very, very clearly about these things that they're going to do. You can see it. I think that weird passage. There is not a man on earth to come into us. Like they... I don't know if they're really thinking that there's no guys left, but... Um, maybe they could be thinking, like really considering that this is it.
0: Yeah, it's
1: just die. dad. Yeah. You know, we got to keep this thing going. You know, I don't know if they saw any other guys in Zohar. Probably you know. not,
0: because from, a, from having a, a limited human perspective, yeah. they probably thought, you know, this is so horrible. It's only us now. Yeah,
1: maybe. You know? so. And the trauma certainly doesn't yeah. help that. Like, right. it is very clearly researched that trauma changes. Yeah. The way you think towards things And um, the clarity with that And so uh,
2: so and We don't know how long this was Between when they left No Zohar. it's not super clear So if they could have been up in the hills By themselves for a long time And not seeing anybody else Yeah
1: mm-hmm.
2: They could think uh,
1: Zohar is not an option Because all those guys are crazy down there um, So let's keep this thing going with us You know Yeah uh, So, in a seemingly act of desperation, and that's filtered through this crumbling foundation of the way to view the world, right? Uh, The daughters feel the need to intervene and preserve offspring, uh, especially (coughs) since their future husbands have been destroyed. Mm -hmm. Um, So, they use wine to intoxicate the father, obviously... Assuming that the father was not on board with this idea that there's no guys left, um, and he doesn't even like he's so gone, so far gone in this in this drunken state that he doesn't know that they even that it maybe even happened, right? They could have come in after he was blacked out and gone before he came to, and.
0: Well, I would also question his morals since he was willing to give them up to the men
1: outside. Absolutely. There's things about Lot's life that uh, are very messy. It's sad.
0: Yeah, just
1: sad. This whole whole passage is hard to really conceive that a family can get to this point, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But it happens even in this day. Like, even... Like, you know, uh, that's why they have, like, ministries like the Trauma Healing Institute that go into war-torn areas where there's child soldiers and they have to, like, start over with the mind of these kids and frame it around what Christ has done and almost, like, lay a new foundation. And so, but, so that's you know, trauma, you know, isn't, you know, it isn't just a historical thing. It's happening today. Um, and you know, that's, of course we hope in Christ, um, for the, the, the redemption and the, um, the new life that he offers. Uh, so obviously he doesn't find out till they're pregnant till a few months in, starts to, they start to show maybe, um, and I just get the sense that at this point, this is the last time you'll hear of Lot, like I said, uh, and you get this sense that he's just finished. Um, uh, distant. Um, kind of given up, so to speak. Um, you know, he went into this cave, or the, yeah, it says he lived in a cave with his two daughters. He went into this cave and kind of never came out. Um, and I think we can. You know, take that example, and then we look at the life of David, who also went into a cave in fear. You know, he was on the run, and in fear, he went into a cave, and it kind of comes out on the other side, this new, uh, like this new fervor for the Lord's will, right? And you, you know, see, you read, uh, we can't read it now tonight, but read, you know, go home, homework is read Psalm. 57 and 142 both psalms prayed in that cave experience and see his heart towards the Lord to to cover him in that cave experience. Um and I I, I guess I it doesn't say for sure, but I get the sense that uh, Lot has He's already kind of you've seen his personality so to speak so far and so I can't imagine this cave experience. He's crying out to the Lord now um, to cover him. And and just, you know, if you read those Psalms, all David is doing is speaking truth about who God is. And that's what we got to do when we're in the cave. You know, maybe you're in a cave right now, and life, it just it's dark, it, it's like this, dysfunction. It doesn't seem like anything is going right. And all that David does in that psalm is speak about who God is. And just reminds himself, who are you? Who are you? Who are you? Because I am in you, right? And so who are you? And that gets him out of that cave experience, trusting him a little bit more. Hey,
4: what were song?
1: psalms? 57, it says, of David when he fled from Saul in the cave. And 142. Uh, Thanks. And so we're going to finish up. And the last thing, you know, people read the Bible. They say it talks about incest. It talks about this. It talks about these things are right. These things are okay. This scripture is clearly um, pointing to that these things are wrong. Um the Lord does not bless this, the Moabites and Ammonites would be forever vigilant and aggressive uh, enemies to the Israelites. Right? And so his nephew and his nephew's line uh, through his daughters would cause much distress to the Israelites the rest of the way through.
2: Except,
3: Except we got all. Ruth. We got Ruth. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Grace being true. help for all of us. <laughs>
1: <coughs> it's a little
2: bite yep. Right? Yep. yeah um, yeah
1: any other thoughts oh, that's right. so, so the New Testament calls rot Light like, lot righteous, <laughs> <laughs> lot righteous. rot righteous lot righteous um and that's wild that's wild to me <laughs> and we can't leave without remembering that righteousness comes by faith alone uh, in, in the substitutionary death of Jesus Christ and it is not works because if it was works Lot and me would be on the outs um, so I'm grateful I'm grateful for that
4: well, what do you say about Lot when <coughs> I, I know the New Testament says he's righteous but he compromised leaving Sodom, right, and rather than going to the mountains, he went to Zoar, And then he left Zoar and isolated him and his two daughters from everything and lived in a cave. I mean, you know, what's, what does that say about his faith? He wasn't making great decisions all along. He you know, I, I, just, I, I just think about that. And okay. I, I know, you know, he's made mistakes, but mm. certainly uh, by what we're given in, in Scripture, um, he doesn't demonstrate someone of great faith. No, he
3: doesn't. I think he's an, exam- an example of a, a wasted life, yeah. a wasted yeah. Christian life in this instance. That's so sad. Yeah. That he... He obviously had faith because it calls him righteous um, but he didn't do anything with that faith. It's all
0: God. And not just didn't do anything he just did dumb wrong things. Yeah. It's sad.
1: But bef- you know we have you know just you know as we preach the gospel to ourself on a daily basis no one's righteous before a holy God. That's right. right. So mm-hmm. you know one wrong thing lot does separates him, you know what I mean, and certainly it doesn't look like there's evidence of faith um but we can't we can't know what's going on at a heart level and uh certainly i I don't think you're gonna find one person that disagrees with his choices as, um, many many times over again, but um that's the beauty of grace mm. yes.
0: thank God. It makes
1: me look in the mirror.
6: Yeah, exactly. Because I take God out of me, and I'm a wretched piece of... He's own... human. A human.
1: <laughs> All right. You know, Go so ahead, You going to do a prayer? Yeah, sure. Father, we are um, just so grateful for uh, your <laughs> grace, Lord. Um, we ask that you would uh, give us each a... A mindfulness of that on a daily basis, Lord, um, asking and pleading for uh, ourselves and one another to um, be speaking the gospel to ourselves on a daily basis, Lord, uh, reminding ourselves of who you are and who we are in light of that, Lord, letting finding our identity be changed throughout our life as we grow closer to you. Lord, we thank you for your word and its truths, And Lord, we just ask that um, you would be doing a personal experience in each of our hearts this evening. And we pray all these things in your son's name. Amen.
0: Thanks again for listening to the sermon podcast of Calvary Chapel of Mercer County. If you would like more information about the church, its ministries, its worship services, or its small groups, please visit ccmercer.com or download the church app to your phone.